Hello, thanks for joining the Who's Your Mess and Legends podcast. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier State. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Or maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there is more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier State. In this podcast, we are going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you're into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. This episode comes from Lake County, Indiana. In the early 20th century, there was nothing quite as exciting as a trip to the circus. When the circus came to town, it was a very big deal. The circus was considered a family show and something that all ages would enjoy. As cultural historian Rodney Huey writes, the day the circus came to town was a holiday, disrupting the daily lives of its citizens, often to the point that stores closed, factories shut down, and school classes were dismissed. And Indiana was home to several well-known circuses. In fact, today, the International Circus Hall of Fame is located in Peru, Indiana. Circuses such as Ringling Brothers and Buffalo Bill's Wild West shows called Peru, Indiana home. The Hagenbeck Wallace Circus at one time was the second largest circus in the United States. It was also from Peru, Indiana and traveled all over the country. However, this is not what they are most known for today. Today, when you hear the name Hagenbeck Wallace Circus, what comes to mind is a terrible train accident that occurred 102 years ago, just outside of Gary, Indiana. This disaster was so horrific, some people claim the effects of this accident are still felt today. In this episode, we are going to discuss the Hagenbeck Wallace train accident of 1918, one of the worst train accidents in United States history. My favorite childhood memories was going to the Hammock Civic Center to see the circus. My favorite part of the circus was the trapeze artists. I thought the girls were pretty in their fancy outfits doing all those flips and stuff. Yes, I would hold my breath, so afraid that one of them would fall. I also loved seeing the big cats. I was amazed that they seemed so well-trained and able to do tricks. I have never been to a circus, but I love the movie The Greatest Shaman. Hope it was really neat. There is also a book that they made into a movie called Water for Elephants by Sarah Grun. 
In the story, the character Jacob mentions a circus train disaster. This is based on the Hagenbeck-Wallace disaster. That is a great movie and a great book, Mary. So I have been so excited all week to do a story about the circus train wreck. Dad was the first person I had heard about the circus train wreck from. And later on, I heard about the ghost stories associated with the accident site. Yes, Dad grew up in Gary and knew the story about the circus train wreck. He has told us many times about a terrible train accident that occurred at the Ivanhoe station just outside of Hammond. On the morning of June 22nd, 1918, just before 4 o'clock a.m., an empty troop train was barreling down the tracks to Hammond just outside of Gary, Indiana. The engineer of the train is fast asleep. He had no idea that just ahead, a circus train for the Hagenbach Wallace Circus was parked on the tracks due to an overheated pot box on the train. The troop train had just left Michigan, where it had dropped off troops that were coming home from World War I. The circus train had also left Michigan City, where they had performed two shows. It was on its way to do a show in Hammond, Indiana. The troop train barrels into the back of the circus train. There were 86 people killed and 127 people injured in this crash. This is considered, sadly, to be one of the very worst train wrecks in United States history. I've read online that the cemetery the performers are buried at is haunted. The one I have read the most online is that the sounds of elephants can be heard at the Shemin's Rest Burial Site at Woodlawn Cemetery in Chicago, Illinois. Yes, Hope. One of the most famous legends is about the stone elephant gravestones at the gravesite at Woodlawn Cemetery in Chicago. Dad took me out to the cemetery. There are five elephant headstones there. I saw the pictures you posted on Instagram. It looks really creepy. According to a May 2nd, 2011 Chicago Tribune article titled A Circus Tragedy Lost to History by Christopher Boreale, Locals say that the ghosts of the elephants trumpet at night. Another legend is that the elephants themselves tried to put out the flames of the accident and died heroes. Wow, that's crazy. Well, there is no record of that happening, but it sure does make for a great legend. In reality, according to many written accounts and Gary Indiana Rail Fans YouTube channel, it was the Gary and Hammond Fire Departments that worked so hard to put out the flames. Keep in mind that Brookfield Zoo is just down the way, and they may be hearing the animals from the zoo, which the Chicago Tribune article also mentions as a possibility. So no animals were killed in the accident? Correct. No animal lives were lost. According to a Smithsonian Magazine article by Lorraine Boisenault titled, The Hammond Trainwreck of 1918 Killed Scores of Circus Performers, The circus actually was large enough that they traveled with two trains, each with 28 cars. One train was for the performers, and the other train was for the animals. Yes, according to Boisenault's article, the Hagenbeck-Wallace Circus had grown to be a very large circus. It was a million-dollar organization, which is still a large amount of money, but especially considered a lot of money during that time period. So did they drop off their train with the animals before the accident? Well, according to the Smithsonian article, the circus train that had been carrying the animals and some of the workers had gone ahead and had made it to Hammond with no problems. The saddest part for me when we went out to the showman's rest was the unknown graves. 56 of the 87 people killed are buried there. Yes, I noticed that in some of the pictures. The grave is marked unknown male or unknown female. Some of the graves 
also are marked by the job that people did. One is Mark Baldy, for example. Yes, it's very sad. And looking through Mary's pictures was sad. There is also one Mark driver. You have to keep in mind that a lot of the people were burned beyond recognition. And you have to remember that DNA testing did not exist back then. Also, the nature of circus performers is that some of them had no family. So no family means no one would be looking for them. Correct. Some of the stories you find when you research this accident are just heartbreaking. Many times, the only family that circus people had were each other. Sometimes families worked the circus together. And there is a really sad example given in an Indie Star article back on June 20th, 2018. The title of this article is called The Truths of the Circus Train Crash of 1918 Are More Horrifying Than Myths. Yeah, the article gives an account of a man named Big Joel Coyle, who was a clown in the circus. His wife and children also worked at the circus. His wife was Stella and two children, sons Howard, age nine, and Joe Jr., age two. Mrs. Coyle and the boys survived the wreck, but they were pinned in the wreckage. Big Joe tried to get to them, but couldn't. They burned to death and he heard their screams. That's so sad. I can't even imagine. Yes, it's awful. But the Indie Star article says that Big Joe went on to manage a vaudeville show called George White Scandals. And apparently the Three Stooges got their start at Big Joe's vaudeville show. So I thought that that was something very interesting. And I also liked knowing that Big Joe returned to being a clown as well. And he actually was well known in the Chicago area as Coco the Clown. And he was able to perform well into the 1960s. It's great to see that something good came out of something so awful. I agree, Aunt Mary. What do you think made this accident so dangerous? Well, there were several things that happened that did not help. The first thing is that it did not help that the circus train was broke down in a blind spot on the tracks. Yes, Gary Indiana Railfan has a map on his YouTube page where he points out the blind spot on the tracks. Yeah, it's a slight curve that was just enough to make the train not able to be seen. And the engineer of the troop train was asleep, so he would not have seen the train anyway. Very true. Also, it did not help that the circus train was made out of wooden cars and that they also used kerosene lamps to light the train. Oh, that is a bad combination. Wooden fire, not good at all. No, it makes for a really bad situation. So something else I thought of while doing this story was the location of the circus shows in Hammond. So as we mentioned before, when we were growing up, the circus was always held at the Hammond Civic Center. Yes, as far as I know, the Civic Center still holds the circus there in the fall every year. Something interesting that I caught while watching Gary Indiana Railfan's YouTube channel was that the circus was supposed to have been held on the grounds of the Old Hammond Distillery at 150th and Calumet Avenue in Hammond. And I just thought it was interesting because it's in the area where we grew up and over kind of near where we went to middle school, Mary. But it makes sense because the Civic Center would not have been built at that time. Yeah, I caught that too, Becky. It jumped out at me because of being familiar with the area. Sadly, the circus never got to perform their show there that day. No, but they only ended up missing the show in Hammond and one in Wisconsin. With the circus, the show must go on. And it did with help from other circuses. So I've seen online that many people say the location of the wreck is haunted. 
I have also heard that, and legend says that at times you can smell the burning fire or hear the screams of the victims of the accident. Most people think that an area such as this could hold the memories or the emotions of an event, especially one as horrific as this. Yes, according to the book Haunted Indiana, Ghosts and Strange Phenomena of the Hoosier State by James A. Willis, the accident site is actually a very haunted location. Yes, according to Willis, people visiting the site feel what he describes in the book as an overwhelming sense of sadness. Willis also says that if you go out to the site on the anniversary of the crash, you will enter what he describes in the book as a time warp. So people claim to be experiencing the accident happen all over again. Yes, people claim to smell the kerosene lanterns and the smoke. What is going on at the accident site could also be a residual haunting. That's where the emotions of an accident get imprinted on the land and it replays itself. It's kind of like a recording. Whatever is going on is a mystery. Do you have any information on the Hagenbach-Wallace train accident that you can help us add to this story? Have you seen anything strange in the area of the old Ivanhoe station? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to HoosierMythsAndLegends at gmail.com. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous. To see our source material, please visit our website, HoosierMissInLegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook or on Instagram. Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Race Car. Wet Blanket is frontman Joseph Carpenter, lead guitar Earl Wilhelm, rhythm guitar Joshua Carpenter, bass Parker Warman, and drums Christian Kittle. We are so thankful for all of the support and the positive feedback. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us through. Thank you for tuning in to Hoosier Myths and Legends. As always, stay spooky.